What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Today we recap in week 12 of the NFL, and boy, it was a wild one. But as always, go down, like, and subscribe to the channel, and uh, let's get into it. I'm Paul Pickham, Winnem Concha, and I'm joined with... You already know, man, and I'm tired of telling you, motherfucker, but I'll tell you again, man, that it's your boy, Kev, water boy, Savoy, you feel me? And this week of football was motherfucking insane. I almost didn't introduce myself. I almost said, fuck me. This is how crazy week 12 was. There was so much crazy shit. Niggas going, mm. niggas coming big dicks out, winning games, and then motherfucking going for two-point conversions. Motherfucking Saints didn't score a single point. Since first time since 2002. Uh-huh. Motherfucking... Everything went insane. Like, there was so much crazy shit. The Chargers. Matt Ryan stunk on primetime like I said he would. Facts. What's it called? The Chargers. The Chargers sneaking out that win against the Cardinals. Motherfucking Josh Jacobs scoring 58 points for me on fantasy this week. Leading the league in rush yards now. Eighth round pick. Balling. (laughs) Eighth round pick. Hey, bro, I got Josh Jacobs in one league and Austin Eckler in the other league. Tell, tell me I can't pick running backs, Paul. Tell me, I dare you. But, nah, this week was insane, bro. Jordan Love scored a touchdown. Insane. Well, let's see how we did real quick. Kev went 8-5. and five. I'm not, I went 9-4. and four, which I hey. think, what's up? Oh, wait, Say what you were saying, say. I, I take the lead on the weekly. Now I'm winning six to hit five weeks total. And then there's still that one tie. There's some bullshit. Motherfucking the Ravens hold me. The fucking the Patriots, the Kirk Cousins hold me on um, Thanksgiving. Like, I'm looking like, bro, I really could have. I should have only lost three games this week, truthfully, because I would pick that. I'm picking the Titans 100 times out of 10. But, like. Can't blame you. Bengals, the Bengals came ready to fuck them boys up. And that's two weeks in a row I picked against the Bengals and looked stupid. Two. They seem to be a second half team, like they were on a second half of the year type of team, and like just like last year. But uh, on the on the yearly, Kev, you still winning 90, 71 and one to my 87, 74 and one. Three games back, I needed this week. That boy is low key every week, even even edging in, edging in, edging in on on a nigga. And I'm I'm sneaking up, bro. I'm lurking on you. It's gonna be one week where I pick like ten different games than you, and that, that that's gonna be the week I need. Nah, that's gonna be the week of like it never come back from because I swear. <laughs> I swear the week where we just be like, I'm not picking what he's picking. That would be the weeks that we shitty. Well shit. Let's hop around the NFL slate. Let's start off with Kev, the water boy games of the week. Where did who gets the first introduction here? Oh my gosh. So let's start just with the motherfucking Ravens at the Jaguars in Jacksonville, or is it in um Baltimore? This is Jags territory, but Lamar always plays well in Jacks, uh, not Jack, but in, in a, uh, on a Florida turf. Doesn't always That's win them, but he plays well. Bro, he's lost both his Florida games. He lost to the Dolphins, and he lost to the motherfucking Jaguars. All you got to lose is the Bucks now. Shit, and I mean, he I, like on he played good. Like, I mean, he he finally was running the rock, like. That that's where I felt like with something that was holding him back. He wasn't running enough, even though like his he only had a fifty percent completion percentage, but he didn't have his left tackle also. So I mean, it played well, but I think it's more about what Jacksonville did uh, late in the game more than anything else. Them boys is fucking. So there was no point. But first off, this defense played well, in my opinion, even though they scored um twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven points. But it's just like. Every time I watched Jacksonville do something during this game, I felt like this defense isn't bad. This defense, this team didn't match up well. Every Jaguars fan I know can tell you. I told them that they had a chance to beat the Ravens because motherfucking, I just was watching this shit and I was just like, "Mm." they just don't match up well. They don't match up well against these boys for some reason, especially the way they've been playing. And the Jaguars have been looking for a win, you feel me? So this is a nice one to sneak out. And they played great. Like Trevor Lawrence in that last drive. Man, he had three hundred yards, three like three twenty or something. Three twenty one with um three touchdowns, and he got sacked four times. He like he's looking like that's good. Like he didn't throw any intercept, no red zone interceptions, which is like one of his fatal flaws. And touchdown drives. 
a fourth a fourth quarter late game uh drive to win uh and then go for two and get that and like your run game put up 38 yards collectively like <laughs> like as a group all everyone could put together 38 yards so it's not like he had the help of like I mean that's what you want out of a number one pick is okay you can get shit done when not everything else is working and to shout out yeah. the defense for making big stops at the end. Real for real. I mean, they did score. The Ravens did score two minutes left, and they did have um that crazy long throw from um how long was that throw? It doesn't even t- um the Ravens had a crazy long throw that was it the sixty two yarder to Jack to yeah, sixty two yards to Jackson Deshaun Jackson up the seam. Like, so, like, there's parts, like, they tried to win. Like, it's not like they just, like, kind of just got rolled over. Like, they really were doing what they could to win, and the Jaguars just came up tough on their ass. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I like to see it. My Jacksonville over the Titans preseason take isn't aging well, but they can still take second in the division over the Colts, which I might have had the wrong team, but they're still alive for the division second. I respect it. And then, like, I'm mad because, like, I told everybody in real life that, like, yo, the Ravens, they not – I don't know about the Ravens against the Jaguars. And I did. I thought I was tripping. I, I thought I had it until the until the fourth quarter happened. These motherfuckers scored – Ravens scored 15 and the Jaguars scored 18 points in the fourth quarter. It's like, what the game fuck? right there. And then, motherfucking – well, how do you feel about that two-point conversion? Doug Peterson, fuck it. We're going to put that bitch in the air. Because, you know, I, I think – I. What the fuck was the run game doing? <laughs> like, like, he, like he, Trevor Lawrence put a three twenty one three touchdown, playing mistake free all game too. Like, you drafted him. For, I mean, I know Doug didn't draft him first overall, but like the, the franchise did. So, trust him with it. Nah, that shit's fine. Pays out. Pays out well. Yeah. I, that shit. Okay. Shout out Jacksonville Jaguars. The Clown Town Jaguars got it up. It, it felt good because like. There's just seeing the Jaguars teach the friends text me like, bro, you were right. I'm like, I fucking know, bro. This is a bullshit. I was hoping I'd be wrong. And, and I'm upset because I, I had I took the Jaguars plus three and a half. I thought they always keep it close, but I know I picked them all to win. So like, I should have just stuck with the gut of this. Like, hey, if you think if you room, you think the underdog underdog got a shot, just take them. Yeah, that's well. I'll do it next year. Yeah, I'm gonna say what's next. We got the Chargers edging out the Cardinals coming back from down what, like fourteen almost? Like they yeah. were, they were not winning at all in this game. Cardinals look good. A James Conde, the run game, Chargers shitty run defense combined with like it made the Cardinals look like they actually had a run game. James Conner put up like one twenty. They and, really did. Yeah. So. Yeah, but like like you said, that fourth quarter Chargers put up like what they did. They go for it also. Yeah, you know, Brandon, awesome. you know Brandon Staley going for it. Yeah, give me that though. Thank you very much. But if he if they missed that because they scored with eighteen seconds left, and then they did the two point conversion with fifteen, so if they missed that play, like low key, I'm pretty sure people are calling for Brandon Staley's head. Oh, hundred percent. And the Chargers, I think, would have been five and six if they didn't get to get that shit done, but. And, like, Cardinals, I think this is just going to be the epitome of the char- Cardinals season. Like, this is the first game where I feel like collectively they look good. I know Kyler threw an interception, but Hollywood Brown was on the field getting all the – like, a lot of targets. And then uh, DeAndre Hopkins scoring the touchdown. James Conner getting the rock 25 times. Like, that's the big thing. They never let him run. Even Kyler Murray running it himself for a touch. Like, he was cooking. for Like, this team was doing well. Just to lose. No. Like, like, that's like, that doesn't give the epitome of their season. They blew it, man. They blew it. And it's going to be fun watching this Hard Knocks episode. But um, oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy to me when I look at the, the Chargers because this is this is, this is is their rushing. This is their rushing. This is their rushes. Justin, oh. Herbert, Justin Herbert led this game with four rushes for 38 yards. Austin Eckler had five rushes for 20 yards. And Jay Kelly and Isaiah Spiller had two rushes for four and three yards. And it's like, this team won? The, but my, my big thing about Eckler, he's just a fantasy back. Like, he's like, he, he doesn't make any defense load the box. He, I think he's averaging 40 yards per game rushing this year. And as, as a career, I believe he averages about 40 yards per game also. So it's not like this is new. He's just having an offseason. It's like, no, they build around an offense where 
they have a running back who will only give you 40 yards on a, on a normal day. Like all his games this season are like 20, 20, 30, 40, 170 against the Texans, 40, 30, 30, 20. And it's like, yeah, like, okay, you put up 30 points of fantasy, but in real life, you're not scaring defenses. They're not, um, like, the, they, the, the, they don't even, the, the fucking, um, the ends and stuff don't have to worry about, oh, they might run it up the middle. Nah, just fucking run and hit the quarterback. That uh, And they targeted, bro, 15 times. Yeah, see, like, it works. I mean, this is how you get wins, and Herbert's stats look amazing, and Eckler has 30 points of fantasy and leads everybody and catches. Like, now I can see why people hated on CMC so much. It's like, go ask the Panthers how, how, how they feel about going 3-13 and 13 every year. But CMC had a thousand receiving yards. Like, go ask uh, them how, how much that really mattered to them. Damn. Because that's what the char- I mean, they're. I don't know if they paid Eckler yet, but if not, they're gonna have to. Eckler's not gonna settle for some middle. Like he's he's fucking putting up double digit touchdowns because y'all feed him the ball like thirty times in the red zone. That has, that's he he wants the bag. That's how he gets his bread and butter, man. So we got two more games on the Waterboy slate. So before we get into our grand finale, biggest game of all, we got to talk about the Booty Pirates losing an OT to the Bucks. And it we was called beautiful. it. It was be- we called the fuck out of that shit. I'm listening to other podcasts like, damn, y'all stupid. But it was beautiful just off the fact to watching Njoku get that crazy ass touchdown to see to um, tie the game up and knowing that he's on my fantasy team, and I'm just like. Ah. And he's doing it to Tom Brady in the Bucks. I'm ah, enjoying every second of that shit. I'm gonna be a sipping, sipping my own, sipping my cup of um this, this Jamaican rum. He's like, ah, it feels good. It feels good. It would have been nice if we could have taken first in the division, but I'll take a, I'll take, I'll take an L that way. And it looked like his game was about to be a tie for a second. It, it was getting ugly. It was getting real ugly. Until Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, and Nick Chubb t- puts it in. The, another thing, uh, I need someone to go look up the stats. What is the Browns' win loss record when Nick Chubb has twenty five or more carries? Because I feel like every time we, every time we're sitting here and like they lose, we check the box score and it's like seventeen carries, fourteen carries, ten carries, some shit like that. And then also every time they win, Nick Chubb had like twenty six carries, one hundred and forty yards, two touchdowns, like like. Do that and win more games because that's what they. I mean, Brissett did well, but I feel like Nick. This was a Nick Chubb game, like, and we should. And the, and the Bucks, all great run defense is no more. It's a thing of the past. Nah, Nick Chubb was a fucking phenom. I'm sorry, he only scored once. Yeah, and uh, Brissett got the other one when he threw it. Well, how do you feel about your um, your booty pirates? Like Chris Godwin looked like a dog out there. I was watching him like, hey. I'm not mad at him scoring. Ball for me in fantasy. Oh, he's what You got Chris Godwin in fantasy? Yeah, I wanted. I don't know if it's that league. I think it's another one. But he had put up like twenty something. I'm like, this is why I keep putting you in my starting lineup. Like, he was low key gonna be benched because Chris Olave snapped last week, and I was like, nah, 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 let me chill, let me chill. So I took out Cordero Patterson and I put him in. I was like, I'm not mad. I'm like Chris Olave. You might have to go, kid. Andy Dalton ain't shit no more. He's gonna even put up nothing. <laughs> but no, nah, it was crazy watching. Um, so Chris Godwin ate Julio Jones is interest is an interesting piece on that team because like I swear all he does is just catch either screens or he actually rush the ball. But yeah, but um, the other run the the running back uh, Ricard White I thought he looked good, better than Leonard Fournette. I mean I don't know what's gonna happen when Fournette comes back uh, because White was getting more touches slowly and surely in like this game and the game before he played really well, but. I mean, I'm, I'm just Bucks team is. If if the Rams weren't doing so bad and the Packers weren't doing so bad, the Bucks would be getting so much more. Like, yo, this team fucking stinks right now. Bro, we'd be on their fucking ass. Like they're like they're lucky the Broncos. Like this, they're lucky that this is one of the seasons where so many teams came in with so much hype just to look terrible. The Colts. Then so, um, yeah. yeah. Deshaun Watson next week, though. We'll see, man. We'll see how that goes. But, yeah, we'll hope. But it's crazy that the division's still wide open for the Bucs. They're number one with a 5-7 and seven record. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
that, that's what I'm saying. Like, if if they were doing bad and like everyone else in NFC were still balling, doing what they, or at least do what they did last year, there would be so much focus on them. But since there's so much other blame to go around, they don't get as much attention on how shitty they really are this year. Yeah, them boys is booty for sure. Next game. But on to the next one, man. This was the motherfucking thriller in Manila, kid. The Raiders versus the fucking. Oh, this Seattle. Yeah. We oh both was on God. Seattle heavy here. Oh my gosh. The Raiders, 40 points? Derek Carter? Devontae Adams is always going to get his. Like that catch he had on the sideline over here, flexed on bro and took and put that shit in his pocket. Insane. Josh Jacobs. That, yeah, that, like, that, that man is just – he might be the best running back in the NFL for this year. Like, we're like, like not all fancy, but just 220. I mean, he, this is a Derrick Henry type of day with six catches and 74 yards. And that and then, don't get me wrong, he did break for 86 yards on the last play. So – but at the same time, this man's a monster. He's, he's very slept on coming into the league. And this is a team that we thought was going to throw the shit out of the ball with Hunter Renford, Darren Waller, and um, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Waller still, I think he's on IR. I don't know if he's coming back anytime soon. I've seen a stat that I'm pretty sure they've only played like 16 players together. Yeah. And uh, on the other side, Kenneth Walker does, I mean, he had two touchdowns, didn't do much. 14 for 26. Metcalf had a big day. Tyler Lockett had a good day. The defense skinned two interceptions, had a great day. But I had a Seahawks team out. I mean, Gino, he looked shaky at points, but like I just didn't see how they lost this game until Josh Jacobs broke up that middle. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And uh Diggs, Quinton Diggs got both the interceptions for Seattle. So you know, you know he's hot as fuck. Like, bruh. <laughs> I did I did more than enough on my end. And I can't even get mad just off the fact that they scored 34 points and it's like you just let them boys score 40. Like somebody it, was tripping. This is definitely a game that they should have won. Like they, they have the turnover differential. They they scored 34 fucking points and the defense is playing good, but it's like the de- I felt like the Raiders, I don't know what their play by play was, but I feel like the Raiders had 10 possessions. Two were turnovers, and the other eight were all scores. <laughs> like just like and then when they that's not what happened. But I'm just like, this is not a game you typically win. It's and then if you do win, you don't put up forty. Back to back OT games for the Raiders too. Like it don't even matter. That's crazy. I was gonna check to see if um how many punts they did, but they don't put punish stats up on Bleacher Report. <laughs> But league winner, like this is a league winner for some people in that fantasy football, Josh Jacobs. Like if you got him that eighth round, like you said, like and you and you didn't really miss on other players in the first three or four rounds, like you you just sniped a fucking a the top two running back in the NFL right now in fantasy football. Right. If my team was healthy, my starting lineup would be Pat Mahomes. Charles Jacobs, Elijah Mitchell, Cooper Cup, AJ Brown, and we have three receivers in D Hop. Okay. With motherfucking Zach Ertz. But Zach Ertz is tight end. Like, oh, no, that, yeah, that's the third one that hurts right there. Number number one in the league. I'm still number one in the league, and I won, and I dropped 180 last week. 180 this week because of Josh Jacobs, but it's like. That's the that was the steal of the year. But we also almost we also back to take it back to the Ravens game. We low key forgot to bring up the fact that the Ravens had a chance to come back. They hit um I can't remember he had Josh Oliver to get that bit close to to get that bitch within a kick. And we're just looking like, yo, is Justin Tucker about to do this again? Is he? Is he gonna do it? Yeah, I was literally looking like because it's 67. The first thing they said was, hey, bro. 66 yards last year against Detroit. Like, I'm just looking like, yo, he might really shut everybody the fuck up real quick. And that kick was, was it had the accuracy, but that bitch was like three, four, five yards short. Like, he would have hit that bitch from 61, no problem. 62, might have hit that hook. 63, 
I think he could have hit that bitch. 64, 65. That's Florida, Florida's here also. But, Florida, uh, Florida air is humid, so it's thicker. So I don't think the ball can travel as far as thin air. That's fucking there's the little things. Little things like that. What Doug Peterson knew though. Doug Peterson knew he wasn't stressed, but that game was that game was crazy. But on to the on to the rest of the slate, man. Let's kick it off with the Bengals beating the Titans 20 to 16. We was both on the Titans here uh, as an underdog at home. And I mean, it was competitive. It was 13 13 going into the fourth quarter, but it's just the differences between the Titans settling for field goals. Like their offense only got field goals all game. Of course, there's that fumble recovery end zone, like that crazy play. But then uh, on the other end, fucking Bengals scoring touchdowns. This is a touchdown lead. You got you to score him to win. D. Higgins, he's a guy. P. Ryan, I mean, he did his best impersonation for Joe Mixon. And he did great for me on fantasy because I picked him up on the flex. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill did decent 291. I feel like it's just like empty yards to me whenever you only settle for field goals. You can put but, up all those yards and get as close as you want, but you're not, you're not, you're not just cashing in on it. Nah, that I mean the Titans they scored a touchdown. They scored it with um when Derrick Henry broke up the scene for seventy five, and then the Burks picked it up in the end zone. least niggas is not gonna talk about how how um I'm saying niggas a lot on the show recently. Individuals are not gonna be talking about um how bad he punched um the dude that punched that ball out. Like that shit was beautiful. Like if they could have just sat on that sat on that motherfucker, it would have been a wrap. But hey, that shit was good though. Traylon Burks heard it. And shout out that boy Jerry. My boy lost by 0.02. And I'm just looking back. Every time I look back at that play, it hits different now. Like I'm like, that's crazy. He scored that touchdown, he wins the game. And it's hilarious to me because it was a 75-yard run. But since he fumbled it and it got picked up in the end zone, nobody gets that yardage. Nobody got it? Nobody. Derrick Henry ends the game with like 30-something yards. And Traylon Burks ends the game with a seventy yards, but he had seven. He caught multiple passes throughout the game for that seventy yards. But he so, got a touchdown. So that was, yeah, he got the touchdown though. But it was like in fantasy wise, you're looking at like, oh, where's my seven point five from Henry? Oh, or maybe Burks got it. Nobody gets it. All right, that's crazy. Las the, cause the, the the Las Vegas walks home with that one. That's insane. And then um. This, but this Titans Bengals is low key turning into a nice rivalry. The division, you seen how good they played in the divisional round, even though um, yeah, three picks. I think that's probably why they were going so safe because last time they played this defense, three interceptions. So, but they're turning into a nice little ride, and I'd love to see them go go at it again in the playoffs. And it's looking like maybe Cincinnati either gets the division over the Ravens or wild card is kind of in, in, in uh, the looks of it. So they might be able to walk up against each other in the playoffs again. They fuck the Ravens. They stay fucking the Ravens up. So, like, they might take that bitch. They might take that division again. Then our next game is Miami. Exactly fucking Texans out. 30 to, 50, 30 to 0 at halftime, bro. We started throwing in some. We're just trying some new shit out after half. How did I know you was gonna say? That? I just saw your the smile on your face, and I was like, "Oh, you're gonna say Miami." But Man. that game was crazy, homie, and it was crazy on some damn y'all really beating the shit out of them boys. My favorite play was when that fumble, that fumble, the hit on that fumble, and then Xavier Howard took that bitch up. I was like, "This is crazy." And I had his jersey on when that shit happened. You know, I was going crazy with it, fucking. Man, that like 30 0. I mean, the Gasicki touchdown didn't hit, but I was close. Smith got it. They sub in Smith for literally like two plays all game. It's Durham Smith snipes the touchdown out of Gasicki in the red zone. I was like, son of a bitch. Nah, for real, that's crazy. But you guys are the craziest offense in the league right now. This shit's every time we talked about this all summer, and but two is looking speed, baby. And I heard the um, best um com- the best comparison ever. They said Mike McDaniel's is that rich is that is the dude the the dude like the killer the dude the the boss that nobody wants that they don't that doesn't act like a boss nobody knows that he's the boss like that's how he looks on the sideline. He got his aviator shades on, looking like a dude. Right. Like he might come in some cargo shorts some days. <laughs> and, um, and I remember seeing him on a Pat McAfee show, and I was like, Yo, who the fuck is this nerd that's about to run Paul's team? 
and I'm just looking at him like, yo, he might, he might have figured he got some good weapons, but he might just have one of the most explosive offense in the league right now. Where and uh, we're ranked thirty first O line protection. Wow, we're, I we're, that. we are. If you look up like the graphs, it's you know those little fucking line graphs where they put all the teams and shit. It's us, Rams, Texans, all in one little clump in the corner, bottom left, and it's like. Man, like everyone can make excuses for why two was balling, but no one's gonna give him credit on the things that he is overcoming. Like our, our Taron Armstead, we gave all that money. He be he's hurt, man, all the fucking time. Like, and so the old line is still just as bad. Like the person who replaced him has like a ten PFF rating, a ten. Like I can hit PFF rating, I can put on my fucking hands right here. And that and Tua's pocket presence to be able to navigate his quick reads and like the fact that he's averaging like nine and a half yards per he's leading the league in completion percentage, yards per game, fucking yards per throw, yards per attempt. It's, he's averaging a first down every time he throws the ball, and it's going to and it's being completed more. Like he's it's one of one right now, bro. It, I mean the and our, I mean I'm happy our defense. My one thing was like our defense just needs to start stepping up. Our our offense can't just be winning games thirty to twenty eight, thirty five to thirty two. So I know it's just the Texans. I know they didn't have Davis Mills in, but it's like okay, we got the turnovers that we've been looking for. We just haven't been able to get no fucking turnovers, let alone touchdown turnovers like we did this game. Bruh, the Texans really tried to hit you all with the sneakiest backdoor cut. First off, y'all killed y'all stopped the run because Damian Pearson shit, but they wasn't yeah. losing like motherfuckers, oh, so they got to throw that bitch. But y'all boys, what if they had snuck it in? Like they just snuck it in and fucked up everybody's parlays because you know the Ravens fucked up everybody's parlays. So what if they just like they didn't cover? See, we wasn't going for that. Not only did we win, but we covered. You know, they say good teams win, but great teams cover. All That's right. For- and that, and that's what we did. It's not even like Tyreek Tyreek eighty five yards, Waddle eighty yards. It's fucking. It's not like just one. It's not, it's not like we're just abusing Tyreek. It's like oh, Tyreek's the only reason why he's all working. It's like bro, Sherfield, Craycraft, Gasecki, Smith. Our defense finally. Jeff Wilson Jr. Who honestly is gonna be a steal of a trade because the the Forty Nine ers need a running back bad right now. They they're hurt. So we just got one of the one of their studs for the chump change. And we're we'll next week. Oh, nice. And even Raheem Morse that soft over there bombing for y'all boys. Fucking. Yeah, so I mean, this we're coming with a shootout with a bazooka. Y'all better be ready. Next game. This game you you called it. I just couldn't pick them. Chicago losing to the Jets 31 to 10. And I mean, like once Justin Fields wasn't playing, I, I probably should have changed my pick, but man, I was too lit at the game to even reckon. I didn't even bench Justin Fields in one of my leagues. I was it was too I was too late. But uh, Mike uh, White, bro. Yeah, I knew he had I knew he had a Ryan Fitzpatrick game in him. He was gonna come out balling. He had the highest quarterback um rating out of everybody throughout the week at one forty. He did it again last week. Last year too, came out through like six tuds on his first everything. This this time three touchdowns, three hundred yards. I mean. I mean, I've been saying Zach Wilson. I've been saying, I think I've been saying it before the national media has been saying it. Like, Zach Wilson was holding this team back. Like, he's a fucking scrub. And, like, I'm not saying Mike White's going to put up three. I'm not saying he's no 300-yard quarterback a game type of, type of caliber. But you have Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. I mean, we haven't been saying Elijah Moore's name at all unless it's something bad. And he went out there and had 64 yards of touchdown, one deep-ass shot. Garrett Wilson, 95 yards, two touchdowns, looking like, okay, a first-round wide receiver. Here's my beef with the Elijah Moore thing, right? I agree with you what you said, but here's my beef with Elijah Moore because I wanted because I wanted to feel bad for not picking him up in fantasy because you know every week every week when you have as many injuries as I have, you really see like every week you got to pick up somebody that you just know is going to score a touchdown. Like who's gonna this week? It was Piran. A couple weeks, like three or four weeks ago, it was McCall Hardman. It was like you just you just got to catch those dudes that you just feel like this is the game they score a touchdown, and that's all I need from you. You can score a touchdown. I don't care about your you're on um, two receptions for 2.5 yards. But Elijah Moore looked good, but his um he only had two receptions. But that's but I also like that at the same time because everybody got involved. Even the running back Tyler um Tyler Johnson after Michael Carter got down was doing some shit. And he threw the guys. And those facts. And in the way Garrett Wilson broke them boys to score that one touchdown, <laughs> insane. 
So this team shows that they have they have explosive weapons at offense. Brees Hall just needs to come back healthy next season. This team has something, and their defense is balling. Like, I know you points. hate to say it. I know you hate to see it, and I know you hate to say it, but I'll tell you, man, the Jets low-key got a squad right now. They just got to keep this chemistry and keep meshing. This is my thing with the Jets. I said they had a good to great run game, but a great defense. If this was Zach Wilson playing, they probably would have won 10-14. Instead of ten thirty one, that's like like just I just don't see the Zach Wilson being able to feed all these weapons like how any how Flacco was able to, and then now now it's my because before it was with Flacco it was like okay well he's a vet he 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 can do that, but now it's someone else who's not that much older than you. I think he's only like a year or two older than him, who kind of doesn't look like he knew what the fuck he was doing behind that offense. We'll see though. I mean, if he if he goes back to back with it, bye bye Zach Wilson. Who do they play next? They don't play the Patriots, do they? No, that's a Thursday's game. It's the Bills and Patriots. I'm not sure who they play next, but we'll, we'll we'll find out. The next game though, Falcons losing to Washington, nineteen to four, uh, nineteen to thirteen, and it, I mean, it was close. Mariota played a good game. The, I mean, y'all both defenses played pretty well, nineteen to thirteen. Oh, man, we could have won this game. That shit was so hurtful. Oh, we could have won this game. Because first off, interception at the four-yard line. Um, we was driving. We was doing a thing. Cordero Patterson, he was doing it. They had all right. I mean, it wasn't giving up much, but the fact that the passing attack was working, like Zacchaeus was doing his thing. I don't know if we got Drake London too involved. And Kyle Pitts is hurt right now. But the touchdown to Mike Pruitt, like this game upset me because I really felt like we could have won this and I could have we could have got this number one and got back to number one in the division. Those but Taylor Heineke, Taylor Heineke in the beginning of this game, like that first drive looked looked like it was gonna just it just <laughs> he was he knew everything that our secondary didn't know. You feel me? Like this year was crazy how they made us look stupid the first couple of drives, but we picked it up and we figured it out. And we should have won this game. Like, I'm not – every time I look back at this game, like, I don't say that a lot, a lot of games. Most games I usually say we just ran out of time. But, nah, this game we could have won it. Like, we really drove down. Everybody looked decent. And we could have fucking won this game. But it happens. His life is a Falcons fan, man. What did you see? I mean, like you said, a Heineke, he, that first drive, killing it. But since then, he didn't do – like, ended the game with 138 yards. The man who I saw on that first drive about to end the game with 300 yards. And so one thing that just tells me is maybe it's scripted. Like he might do the uh, Washington bar because the first sequence of uh, offense is always scripted offense. First eight plays, you know what you're going to run, how to run it, all that stuff. And then after that, once he had to figure it out or whoever the offensive coordinator was, that had to figure it out. He was just getting beat by Arthur Smith and them boys. And it's like it's one of those games where it's like if if that first possession they didn't come out crisp like that they would have just put up nothing or settled for a field goal. This is definitely a winnable. That one touchdown I think like changed that because it's like they didn't do much after that, and y'all y'all kind of start figuring things out, keeping it going, and thirteen nineteen. I mean y'all still fighting for it in the division in a year y'all didn't think y'all had a chance to fight for it in the division, so it's not that bad. Yeah, but we lost to them boys two years in a row. That shit is hurtful. Because they're not – they weren't good teams either time. And it was the same quarterback. Ron Rivera, baby. He he, he knows something about the NFC South. That's real. Next game, NFC South getting a dub here. Denver losing to Carolina 23-10. to 10. I, I I knew that Carolina was going to – fuck Denver, bro. They're so shitty, bro. I'm happy Carolina won. I, I picked them. And I look kind of crazy. I And – I, they just ran the ball 40 fucking times, and when they did throw it, Sam Darnold looked a hell of a lot better than anyone else, that quarterback over there. Sam Darnold came out, and he held that shit down for them boys, and that shit is crazy to me. He, yeah, bro, he, he's really doing it. Like They didn't want to give him the starting job again, but that one performance, I think, just gave him the starting job for the rest of the year. I was, he already named the starter for next week. 
the um or yeah, they, or they ran the ball what forty six times or some shit. Forty yeah, forty six times, one hundred and eighty. But Chubba Hubbard seventeen for sixty five. Deontay Foreman twenty four to one thirteen. Darnold only had to throw the ball nineteen times, one sixty four yards and a touchdown. Like they just run. They, they I think they've settled into their identity of we're gonna run the ball a lot with different guys, almost like y'all. Like we're just gonna run the ball with a, a a group of guys who know how to run the fucking ball, and we'll get a quarterback who who can make plays when he needs to. At least Darnold seems like he can do that. Baker and other guy was not cutting it. PJ Walker, yeah, both of them boys were not cutting it. Nah, dead ass. But fuck the Broncos. The Broncos are terrible. Like, I don't know what, and it's bad because every show, every podcast or football show at, talks about like, yo, like they're gonna owe thirty eight. If they were to cut um, Russell Wilson on July first or something like that, they're still gonna owe thirty eight million in dead cap space. Like, and that's just that year. So it's just like they're stuck in this situation and they don't know what the fuck's going on. A lot of people are upset on both sides of the ball. Like their best bet, honestly, I think, is not to cut them because like that's always them. Send them to a team that's just gonna be terrible. Like like the Texans. I know the trade deadline's too late, but the Texans are like we're not expecting to win shit for these next three years. We're just gonna lose and get drafted. At least he can fill stands. He sells jersey tickets. He sells seats and asses for at least he's he's Russell Wilson at least like. Because other than because Denver, they've shown that they're okay with paying a quarterback. You don't cut it. All right, bye. Like we like we just we we're gonna keep finding. We're like the Colts. We'll find somebody. What is it? Keep fucking trying it until we figure it out. Because everything else works for us. That shit is insane. Like I don't know if it's Nathaniel Hackett, if it's Russell Wilson, but they gotta make a change. If I'm them, I'm low-key gonna fire the coach. Like okay, bro. This is yeah, yeah. You were supposed to be an offensive. Group. They're gonna owe him, but they gave him someone like a five-year deal. Also, that's crazy. What is up with this long-term bullshit? They, it cost them more money to fire him and to hire another coach and pay their salary and his salary. Oh yeah, they're stuck. Yeah, so there. I mean, Las Vegas was probably on the never bet again list. I think the Broncos have entered that never bet again list, and Vegas has maybe talked talked themselves out of it. Next game, the I mean, we we knew this game. The Kansas City Chiefs twenty six to ten. It was third string Bryce Perkins. Like, what did you expect? Patrick Mahomes throw for three twenty, and it wasn't even it wasn't close since the beginning. I will say they did get that pick. The um, Rams did get that pick on the goal line. That pissed me the fuck off. But besides for that, them boys ain't do shit. Aaron Donald season uh not season injury, but he might he got an ankle sprain. They gotta see how severe it is. He might miss a few weeks, and now it's just like Cup gone. He's gone. Stafford on concussion protocol. Sean McVay's in one foot out the door after this season, I think. And people do not have any respect for Jalen Ramsey no more. They're going to throw it his way whenever whenever they fucking feel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next game, the fucking Saints losing 13-0 to to the 49ers. I know that helped you, Kev, at least a little bit after that. That Falcons out hurt, but I know they put at least a smile on your face. No, I don't, you know, I don't really enjoy, like, watching other niggas do shit that my team couldn't do. Didn't do so motherfucking... Oh, man, this game was funny because, first off, Alvin Kamara's fumble at the goal line, bro, that bitch went straight in the fucking air. I thought it was a pick. That shit did just pop up. And then um, this team just put up no points. I mean, the 49ers didn't have that great a game either. They only had, like, 13. But they don't. The Saints are fucked right now. They still got Andy Dalton starting. Alvin Kamara was being a little piece. But, like, unless they're, like, all the way clicking – I really don't see that team doing shit. I don't even know. Like, what did you see in this game from the boys? The, the 49ers defense, bro. That's like, you can win a game 13, like, let alone, like, you just put it in National Football League, people don't put up zero. Like, that defense is legit. Like, they've back to back weeks of not letting any team put up points in the second half. And then this week, they just didn't let them put up points in any, any fucking quarter. So it's just like they're, they're in stride and, 
yeah, it's an ugly win, but that's like 49ers specialty or ugly wins. I think it's just more telling that like Elijah Mitchell is going to be out for the season now. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has a thumb injury and he's going to be it's looking like he might miss a week, but he's he's just banged up right now. So it's like if this team can just be healthy coming playoff time, they'll be scary. But how much how hurt are they going to be at, until, until they get there? Bro, I'm a high as a kite. I was looking at it's, it goes targets, receptions, and yards. And I was like, there's no way in hell these niggas. The highest the highest amount of yards was Chris Olave with five. But no, nah, this team sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, the Saints, I mean, they might put Winston back in. Maybe they just ride out Dalton because they don't have any future hope in him and just keep Winston healthy for next year. I mean, or never mind, their division's still wide open. They still have a shot. Like, if they just they – just, these are games, like, the other team put up 13. These are going to be games that they wish they would have won when they're sitting outside the wild card or playoffs. Dead ass. But, she's Kyle Shanahan, the dog. I'm mad. I don't know how Elijah Mitchell can get hurt after coming back. Like, that shit is terrible to me. But his game was kind of not a snoozer, but it was just like, yeah, they didn't give up shit. They wasn't going for none of that. Then on the prime time, which wasn't a snoozer, Packers versus Eagles, 40 to 33. We got some Jordan Love action in there. Jordan Love, I mean, I'm going to take off this one performance. He looked pretty fucking – he looked like, hey, bro, like Aaron Rodgers, you can take a seat right now, bro. Jordan Love cooking. So Christian Watson, I, that touchdown Christian Watson scored, I swear it was all Christian Watson. Like, he did get caught in stride. It was a good throw. And I think Jordan Love didn't play bad, especially against a good Eagles defense like that. But, like, come on, man. Y'all got to cheat. Y'all got to cheat. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think Aaron Rodgers looked too much better this season at all. But it was Two interceptions? This is not A-Rod. This is, like, if Rodgers has still put up, like, all his yards and touchdowns, and it's shitty. That's one thing, but the interceptions is what is just not characteristic of Aaron Rodgers. And it's like, okay, this is getting what, what's going on, Aaron. Because even like Carr, if he throws a lot of interceptions in the year, they're like, okay. He's a gunslinger. He does stupid shit. Aaron Rodgers, when he's throwing multiple interceptions in a game, it's like, and it's like one possession. It's not. It's closer game throughout the uh, than what it looks like. And this is off after winning two back to back MVPs. And for having like career setting the record of like best seasons ever interception shit like maybe he knew yeah. something that we didn't because he was saying he was retiring and all of us were like bro he's just coming off of back to back MVPs what the fuck's he talking about what the fuck maybe he knew something a little bit more than we did maybe that thumb injury that he's been uh, trying to hide but it just keeps coming out more and more like what's fucking him up. Maybe that should have been bothering. I don't know because this is just not the A Raw twelve. I know. Nah, but it should have been saying. I want to say the Eagles on this game ran for like three hundred something yards. Oh yeah, both uh, him Sanders and Jalen Hurts both went over one forty. That's insane. Hurts and- at one fifty seven and Sanders one forty three with two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts was not getting stopped for nothing, and like I was watching this game with somebody in my house, and they just. Every time Jalen Hurts is just like, wow, 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 wow. And I love, I love always whenever somebody sees on Jalen Hurts a tour play, I love telling the story about these niggas, about these individuals. Some motherfuckers. So it's always funny to see that. But they, oh my gosh. But them boys, hey. Yeah, I mean, Eagles, 40 point. I mean, one way to come back from people saying you're, your team is not looking all like as you did. Let's go out there and put up 40 points on prime time. Oh, yeah. And that A.J. Brown, nobody's going to talk about it because they love it. That A.J. Brown performance was horrible. I was like, what the fuck, homie? Oh, and then uh, C.J. Johnson Garner, he tore – he lacerated his kidney. He's going to be out for the season, yeah. My gosh. Hey, praise up to him. Six picks. I think it's six picks for the season. I mean, even ending with that, he's probably going to end top five in interceptions on the year, so – didn't he get one this game before he got hurt? Or that was last game? Um, Let me see. I can find out real quick. No, he didn't get one this game. It was Blankenship and Scott. Our last game, another game that we was all over right here. Oh, no, I had to talk you into it. I had to, I had to smooth talk you into this one. Steelers beating the fucking Indianapolis Colts 24-17. And, I mean – who could have called Matt Ryan throwing an interception on like the third play of the Colts' uh, drive? Not me. 
who could have called him fumbling in the red zone on a chance <laughs> to take the lead? Like, not me. That, but that's that's the Matt Ryan experience. I mean, that's what you get, and that's what you pay for. So for this game, I was in and out because I was helping somebody with their car. How did the Colts almost win this game, though? Like, this game was very close. So Colts, I mean, Steelers come out looking pretty good. Kick a field goal, move up the, move up the field easily. Kick a field goal. Then the Colts get the ball, and literally second play, throw an interception. Steelers hmm. still can't capitalize on it. Both teams punt. But this is literally the first three drives of the Colts. And this is going into the second quarter. Interception, zero yards gain. Next drive, three plays, zero yards gain. Punt. Three plays, six yards gain. Punt. Now we're in the second quarter. Like, 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 this is the middle of the second quarter. These people have yet to put up any yardage on this game. Uh, Steelers come down, score touchdowns. Kenny Pickett's looking good. Nigel Harris looks good. He looks healthy and, like, actually making runs. But then the second half, Jeff Saturday must have said something. The second half was when the Colts came out, scored a touchdown. Then they had a chance to go up. But – like I said, Matt Ryan, like on a 16-play fucking drive, getting into like the 10-yard line, he fumbles right there. Steelers get the ball. and But then the Colts come down, score it again. Now they take the lead. Steelers score. And then, the, the, then of course, the fucking Colts get the ball with a minute or so. Like they drive down, and then they just run out. They get uh, downs. They go for it on fourth down, don't get it. Steelers get the game. And they just kneel it out in the game. But it was like, it's right there in your cusp, but then Matt Ryan does something that fucks everything up. Matt Ryan throws an interception. Matt Ryan throws uh, fumbles the ball. And Kenny Pickett, I mean, this is like, what, three games in a row this offense has scored like 20-something points plus? That's interesting because this offense, because him and um, George Pickett is really getting um, a chemistry going. And Nigel Garrett is looking healthier. I think he got hurt and um, didn't return to the game, but he'll be back. But it's like everything's looking like, hey, above 500 Mike Tomlin's alive. I'm still alive. It ain't I dead thinking, yet. I was showing somebody the um, last year when they was in the locker room killing that. I was like, you see this guy right here? He's dangerous. He can Mike, he can Mike Tomlin his way into the playoffs at any moment. Like he's dangerous like that. And did this Colt team and Matt Ryan – like, I, I think everyone's going to be – I think we won't get any more Colts favorites for the rest of the year. I think the illusion of Matt Ryan being a decent quarterback is worn off again. They had, they had a two-game window with it. You called that shit. You said you got somebody that's even worse than Matt Ryan. And now you ease Matt Ryan back in and everybody forgets all of a sudden. Have amnesia as if this team wasn't – and people weren't calling for their heads before. But hey, man, Colts are dead, and the Steelers might have something. That's what I was the takeaway I'm getting from this. Yeah, so I mean, I guess, Steelers are looking yeah. more alive than the Colts right now. Now that's crazy. And this is this point of the season where a lot of people just look dead. Cardinals dead, Rams dead, Bucks dead. Like Colts there's of, dead. There's a lot of dead motherfuckers in here. Nobody like this. Packers dead, like Texans buried alive, and buried alive. Oh my gosh! Uh, but nah, but we just broke down the whole slate. Catch us for the next week's picks. Thursday's coming out, also. So check out that episode. We got the Bills versus the Patriots divisional game right there. Patriots lose their season's over. Bills lose. They're not in first place anymore of the AFC East. So a lot will be and on the line. Fun fact, though, right? See, I haven't brought this shit up on the podcast at all because, like, we've been losing. But I'm, my own program at school started a flag football team for intramurals. And so we won our first game, right? We lost every other game in the regular season. So we got in. But because we won one game, we got into the playoffs as the last seed. Snuck and in. And we just had we had to go against the number one seed, a team that's already beat us this season. And we got like four interceptions. And we got four interceptions on our ass and knocked them boys off the first week. They only let them score once. My dude didn't score for nothing. My dude, they didn't even throw it my dude's way. 
So everybody was like, Dang, I don't know, care. Like, no, that's what I do. Like, I'm mostly not gonna lie to you. Intramural sports, I'm the corner film. I'm the corner. And I do this shit in bands. Like, shit's crazy. Everybody else got cleats on them. So bands it up. Hey, that's the boy Sauce Cab right there. Mm, sauce Cab, Sauce Cab, man. But nah, man. But shout out to them boys because we got to play another game tomorrow. So it's going to be fun. But that was that was interesting to we'll knock them boys off like that. That shit was funny. It was like, yeah. That's some real anime shit, bro. I wish you watched more sports anime so I could start naming some. But they be so fucking shit like that. It'd be half of it. Bro, it was crazy. There was a dude that, um, the same dude that got tickets to the Ravens game. Um, he got, um, they were, um, somebody was running the ball on some shit. And this is flag football. So you don't run straight. It's, you get, you, if by running sideways, you have more chance of people missing your flag. That's a fun fact. Y'all learned that. I learned, I learned that this season because niggas that run straight get their ass caught. But niggas running sideways, you get yards. But, um, so you run sideways and then they cornered my dog on the sideline. Right in front of me, laterals and back. And when I tell you, Bert came with that real runaway slave speed. Took that bitch all the way up. Touchdown. And then one of our team captains, the dude that actually last time we played this team, he was playing safety and he caught, um, they threw an interception. No, he was playing quarterback and threw an interception. And instead of um taking the dude's flag or watching Bert go out of bounds, he hit sticks at it. Oh, Ooh, okay. But like, I could tell they remember that because they played a lot softer. They played a little scared, but he hit six. So he caught a pick six on them boys, a pick, and he took that bitch all the way back. I'm, and I'm just playing, watching this game like, this is crazy. Like, I'm not doing shit. Like, my dog, my dude's kind of like. They been over there. Yeah, like, but them boys is lit. But it was a fun game, man. So I had to make sure I shouted that out of Podcast. I'll tell you if we won tomorrow. I'll tell you if we won the next game, but it's going to be funny. But shit, stay tuned. We got some picks coming your way. We got some UFC breaking down, some boxing recaps coming this week. And stay tuned to see if Kev moves on to the next round of the playoffs. But as always, this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. We recap week 12 of the NFL. I'm Paul Pickle Winham Concha. And as always, I'm joined with Kev, Waterboy Savoy. If y'all didn't know, we don't mind telling y'all that you's a bitch. And Russell Wilson, too. <laughs> Fact. Let him in, passing out the medicines. We've been on that rock star regimen, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. been. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you step into this box if you're not batting. Then my gang got tools, you can call them.